You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Good morning, Chicago. Well, you just heard Matt Mars fully alive, so it must be time. I mean, I'm sorry, Matt Mars, uh, because he lives, which must mean it's time for Fully Alive, which is the monthly radio program of the Office of Human Dignity and Solidarity at the Archdiocese of Chicago. Good morning, Ray. Good morning. I feel fully alive. Me too. Me too. And by the way, I'm Dawn Fitzpatrick. And for those of you that don't know, um, we have we do this radio program and podcast monthly on the first Wednesday of the month. And uh, last month I wasn't here, so I've really yes. missed you all. We missed you too, but you you were in on a trip. I was on I, a pilgrimage. I was on an incredible pilgrimage in Fatima and Spain. Oh, it was man. phenomenal. On the other side of the world. It was well, it seemed like it. <laughs> <laughs> we went we went to the end of the world uh, in uh, yes. Santiago. So there you go. It was um, that was incredible, the most spiritual thing I've ever done. That's it was beautiful. it was just great. But anyway, so we're back here and uh, back to. The daily grind, so to speak. Mm. And you just came back from a conference with your family. I did, yeah. We drove to Virginia, and uh, we got back yesterday. Ten hours. Ten hours of driving with my family. That's, Beautiful That's always family. fun, yeah. Yes. Uh, you know, try to trying to keep the peace in, a, in, in the, the back seat of the van, you know, with uh, six kids right. in tow. Right. But it's always fun. It's quite an endeavor to, to pack up your eight-person fi- family and all your stuff. <laughs> they and, won't. They yeah. never let me sleep in the car, which is a good thing because I'm driving. So. <laughs> oh, there you go. They keep you awake. That's, that's important. That's right. Somebody's got to do that. So. Someone's got to do it. That's great. Okay. So how, was it a good conference? It was. It was uh, the Families in Christ <clears throat> Jesus uh, Community Conference over in Virginia. It was a mm-hmm. blessed time with them. Great. Great, great. Well, okay. Well, let's uh, let's delve into our show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Respect Life Month. Happy Respect Life Month. Yes. So for those of you that didn't know, every October, the U.S. Catholic Conference of Bishop has designated as the Respect Life Month for the year. And what we do during Respect Life Month is introduce a theme for the year. And uh, which happens to be called to serve women, m- women in need this uh, this year. And um, they introduce the theme and then we try to get everybody involved in it and we kind of make a splash during October and then it should carry on for the rest of the year. That's right. So today we're going to um, first we're going to introduce um, someone who has made her life of, of pro-life work. Um, and then we will also, also talk some more about Respect Life Month and how people can get involved and what they can do uh, the rest of the year. So without further ado, let me introduce our guest. 
So joining us today is Cindy Morales, and she became an active, very active in the pro-life movement in 2002, following a deepened commitment to Christ. She had volunteered at a pregnancy resource center, began praying outside abortion clinics, and participated in Face the Truth do- tours with the Pro-Life Action League. And then in 2005, Cindy became the director of religious education at St. Philip the Apostle Parish here in the Archdiocese. And while in that position, she published several studies for Catholic scripture studies international, including a study on the Book of Amos, the encyclical Humana Vitae, and three studies on the readings during Advent for years A, B, and C. She has a BA in sociology and an MDiv from McCormick Theological Seminary. And in 2012, Cindy left her position as DRE and joined Pro-Life Champions to help produce and distribute the 40 film. Uh, She was the development director and outreach coordinator then. And in 2019, she assumed the position of executive director and is the producer of the Shout My Story project. Cindy's married to John Morales, the founder of Pro-Life Champions, and they are the proud parents of Joseph. Welcome, Cindy. Thanks for having me. We're excited to introduce you and to talk about your latest project and a little bit about uh, how you got into the pro-life movement. So um, you t- you mentioned that you started in 2002 in the pro-life movement. Do you just want to give us a little flavor of what interested you? It, oh, gosh. Well, that could take up the whole half hour. So okay. Reader's Digest version. <laughs> I, I was previously pro-choice. Um, I was never pro-abortion, but pro-choice. Okay. And while I was... Um, Coming back into the church, I was really watching a lot of EWTN. And one night when I had insomnia, one of the pro-life action league movies came on. And one of the things they showed was was the little, the little baby, the fetus that's mm-hmm. three months old. And I was like, that's not, that's not what a baby looks like. Mm-hmm. Well, it so happens that the next day was Saturday, and I had to pass a, an abortion mill on my way to work. And I literally got out of my car, I stopped, and I was like, to the to the, the guy standing there, one of the you know, the sidewalk counselors or mm-hmm. one of the prayers, and this thought I was wacko i was like do you have one of those little babies and he's like (laughs) and so i i got it and i took it down to the museum of science and industry which here in chicago has a an extensive they um, do it's it's phenomenal yeah and i put the little baby up against where you know like where it would be in that line of pre-born babies and it fit right there and i was like wow that really is a baby and so i i was um I was very energized to try to do something for the pro-life movement. So that's when I started volunteering for the women's center as um, I was signed up to be a counselor, but I was, I'm not temperamentally suited for that. So I did other stuff for them. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so we've all, we've all got our gifts and, um, and it's interesting. Everyone's got a story about why they wanted to be involved in the pro-life movement. So it's always nice to hear what drew you. And then it's also nice to, for people to know that the smallest little thing can make nice. a difference and that it might draw you into it. Right, Ray? Were, so. You're moved by that, physically seeing the size of the, mm-hmm. the unborn baby right there, and wow! I honestly had never, it, when as a pro-choice person, it, the baby just didn't enter my mind, and I think mm. that's very typical of pro-choice yeah. people. I don't yeah. think pro-choice yeah. people tend to be evil people. They're no. just thinking of the woman and her her situation, and they're not really thinking about the baby at all. It just doesn't enter their mind, yeah. right? Um, okay, well, with that in mind, you've you've actually taken lots of steps to be a leader in the pro-life movement, and now you're running this company called Pro-Life Champions. So let's just show a little clip of the beginning of, of some of the work you do. I think it's easy to assume that abortion is the best answer because um, you take care of the problem, which is a profound disability 
and you move on. We met on a Catholic website. We were both in our mid-30s. Okay, so that's just the very beginning of, of um, a project called Shout My Story. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what Shout My Story is and why you started the project? Okay, so, well, the project started because I met a woman who was 36 years old and had a 20-year-old child that she, obviously, she had gotten pregnant when she was 16. She opted to parent. And when I met her, her child was 20 and he was in the armed forces and she had a picture of him in her wallet and she was so proud of him. And at that moment, I thought, what a great story. We should tell those, these positive stories of women who choose life in what was obviously a difficult circumstance. She was 16 years old and I believe she had lost her adopted mother at that time. And so fast forward, that, that was um, in 2016 or 2017, her 20 year old is now married and she's a grandma. So, you know, that, that just brings to mind parenthetically, abortion doesn't just kill one baby. It kills generations. Right. But at the time she was an inspiration to me. So often the narrative in the pro-life movement is I had an abortion because I was in a difficult situation. And now I feel very regretful of that. So I thought, well, why don't we flip that and talk about women who were in those exact same situations, but they chose life. And then what does that look like? Right. So that's how we started the shout my story. Uh, movement. Now, the first one we did was the story of Mary Grace. And part of the reason I wanted to tell that story, other than the fact that I knew the Kurtz personally, their kid is in my kid's class and always has been since pre-K three. Um, and I didn't know, I was talking to her at a basketball game at Northridge about this project I had in mind. And she's like, Oh, I have a story for you. I didn't even know about Mary Grace until then. Um, but I wanted to tell that one. That's the first one we did because it's one of the hard cases. Uh, a lot of people are like, well, you know, I'm, I'm against abortion, except, well, in, in the case of fetal anomaly, you know, why would we want those children to be born? Why would we want them to suffer? Mm -hmm. You know, and so mm -hmm. with that, we wanted to tackle one of the hard ones right away. So Mary Grace was um, a little girl, and you can see her whole story on our YouTube channel, which is just Shout My Story. She lived 30 hours. They found out that they were going, that it was their first baby. They found out they were going to have a child with a, a limited life condition when she was 20 weeks pregnant and they offered to um, induce and, uh, you know, end the child's life at that moment. But they, they chose not to do that. They waited until she was born and they had her for 30 hours mm. and it's a beautiful story and it answers a lot of those questions like, well, why would you do that? So right. I would encourage people to, to watch that story. And then it has kind of a sad ending other than, I mean, they lost Mary Grace when she was born, but Molly just lost her life in August after an eight year struggle with cancer. Wow. So um, she's with Mary Grace now. Mm. Right, right. But yet she made the choice to um, allow Mary Grace to come into the world and to be with us for, you know, whatever God's right. plan was for that and 30 long, hours. How short, yeah. 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 It's a beautiful the overwhelming life. message, not of just hers, but all these stories we've done of children born with limiting life conditions is that these are children who love and are loved, yes. no matter how brief their time on earth is. And that's really the message. It's about love. Well, you know, and I think it's so important. This is That's a very good example because a lot of times I hear people that will say, well, you know, I'm totally against abortion. But, you know, a, a family shouldn't have to go through, mm -hmm. you know, knowing that their child's not going to make it. Um, 
it's just too much for them. But this family talks about why they chose to um, go ahead and go through with the pregnancy in spite of the fact that they had a really difficult prognosis and they knew that that baby probably wasn't going to make it. Now, sometimes I've actually heard stories where the doctors were completely wrong and the babies come out okay and everything works out or they live a lot longer than they thought they would. Um, And I mean, in this case, obviously the doctors were spot on, but um, you know, there's, there's still a reason why God wanted that soul to be here on earth um that's a that's an important right. thing for us and, and, the, and the parents will tell you the reason is love yeah that, that that child brought so much love into the world and i don't remember if it was this family or other families because i've talked to many families with this situation where they'll say like wow the people in the delivery room were amazed by the amount of love that was in the room yeah the baby the baby was nourished by that love for the brief time that the baby's on earth the the people are there sharing that love and it's such a witness because you know god is love of course he is the recognition of of that life it's not just oh it's just another life but truly uh, a unique unrepeatable life is there and how beautiful that the parents recognize it as a gift and who knows if it wasn't one of the nurses in the room that God really wanted to affect with right. that child. We don't know. No. Yeah. Why should we take that away from God's plan, you know? Or us so, now, listening uh, and hearing this story. Yes, about yes, it could be us now, right. Or everyone that's yeah. looking at Cindy's examples and right. looking at her um, beautiful website. So um, so why don't you tell us a little more about some of the other films you've done for this and some okay. of the topics. Well, as we were doing these films, um, this, one of the early ones we did was um, the Baby Thomas story. And Baby Thomas was unexpectedly delivered at 22 weeks and one day. And at the time, their parents thought he was the youngest baby ever to be born in the United States, but there are actually babies born younger than he is that Mm -hmm. have survived. Mm -hmm. So it turns out that um, viability, which by the way, just used to mean that your pregnancy is progressing, but now has come to mean that you can live outside the womb. Right. So viability as in you can live outside the womb has gone from about 28 weeks in 1973 during when Roe v. Wade was decided to about 21 weeks now. Mm-hmm. So viability is a function more of the NICU in the hospital that you're born in and technology. than something mm-hmm. that's yeah. intrinsic to yourself. And there might come a time when we, we can you know, keep babies born at any time alive. But right now it's like 21 weeks and no one thought that it would be that early because the lungs aren't developed then, right. you know? Yep. Anyway, we did the baby Thomas story. Her water broke and they were like, oh, you, we need to, um, you have an infection. We need to take out the baby. You know, we have to do a DNC. And they were adamantly opposed to that. And Thomas is a miracle. So the baby Thomas story is on there. So we heard that story. And then, um, then we met a girl named Rachel Guy at the March for Life in, I think it was 2017. Mm-hmm. Rachel was born at 26 weeks. Now there, she's very well known because she, her mother, Suzanne Guy, um, was I think the head of Georgia Right to Life for a while. Rachel runs 40 Days for Life in Atlanta. And so she's a very dedicated pro-life activist, but she wasn't supposed to be born. Wow. She wasn't supposed to survive. That's amazing. Um, mm-hmm. When her, her mother, I, I think... Something happened, either her water broke or something else happened when she was approximately 23 or 24 weeks pregnant with Rachel. And 
three different doctors told her you you have to have an abortion or you will die they always say that they said the same yeah. thing to baby thomas's mom you know you have an infection you will die and so it, it's really scary for the mom because they don't want to die Sure. And um, she's a very strong Christian, and she said, well, is there a heartbeat? And the, the doctor said, yes, but, you know, it's, there's no way this baby's going to survive. Absolutely none. You need to have an abortion. And she went home. She was devastated, and her, her mom said, well, there's, where there's life, there's hope. Yeah. And so she made yeah. it to 26 weeks. Rachel was born at 26 weeks, and she's not, um, you know, she doesn't have any of the dire prognoses. You know, she'll be blind. She'll have mental cognitive difficulties. You know, she'll die. You know, so none that of was, that happened. Yeah. So that's and an so example Rachel of the doctor. Rachel the one said. who told us. Yeah. My mother was told I was incompatible with life. Okay. Okay. So, so incompatible with life is not a medical diagnosis. It is a, it is a description that doctors use to scare moms into getting late these are late-term abortions because you don't find out about these problems until later in the pregnancy they scare you into getting a late-term abortion and so eventually we decided that we would focus on like well what i found out is between mary grace baby thomas and rachel is that doctors are constantly advising women to abort their late-term pregnancies for all kinds of reasons so we um we need to take a break when we come back i think you have a clip of that that we can watch so we'll watch that right after the commercial break On Saturday, October 8th, Catholic Charities and the Archdiocese of Chicago will gather with other religious and civic organizations in a rally against domestic violence. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Join us as we rally, walk, and stand in prayer, saying no to domestic violence. The rally will be held at St. Catherine Drexel Parish, 91st Street and Stony Island Avenue in Chicago from 9 to 11 a.m. Registration begins at 8.30. For more information, call 312-948-6529. That's 312-948-6529. Let's raise awareness and work together to stop domestic violence. I am a seminarian. The church needs compassionate and well-trained priests to help guide each of us through life. What inspires me, what draws me always to the priesthood is continue to see priests be a beacon of hope for other people. You can play a part in the education of these young men as they prepare for a life of service to others. I want to be that beacon of hope too, and it, it sets my heart on fire. To support our seminarians, make your gift at archchicago.org slash seminarianfund or call 312-534-7959.
Do you have an old bicycle that's not being used? Consider donating it to Catholic Charities Veterans Bike Project of Lake County. Skilled volunteers are refurbishing bicycles to make them safe and ready to be used by veterans to get to and from their new places of work. We also gratefully accept financial contributions that are used to purchase bike helmets and other safety accessories. Our veterans have faithfully served the United States and now it is our privilege to serve them. For more information on the Veterans Bike Project of Lake County, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. I think there are a few reasons why doctors might immediately, maybe even enthusiastically, offer termination as the first knee-jerk response. Doctor told us that he didn't go to medical school for for this, and because because he, he saw this it's, as a pregnancy that wasn't going to go, you know, that wasn't going to be a viable birth. When we found out that uh, that her diagnosis was trisomy 18, we were told that it was incompatible with life. It's definitely a hubris. I know more, I can play God, I can decide. You know, the quality of life is not worth it here. And these patients hang on doctors every word. I got a phone call at work. I answered my line and it was the doctor. And very coldly, he said, I'm sorry, your fetus is going to die. Abortion was strongly encouraged um, because he basically kept telling me that, you know, the baby wasn't going to have uh, what he referred to as a normal life. It was very obvious that he didn't think a child with Down syndrome should be born. I, I think a lot of people feel like, why would we treat somebody like Faith? You know, why would somebody like that want to live? I've been in conversations with obstetricians where this is the, the crux of the conversation. Look what this child's going to do to that family. They're going to tear this family apart. They feel like they're doing the family a service recommending a termination. That's what he said. It would ruin their marriage. It's going to ruin our Okay. Family. So that was an example of your uh, incompatible with life video. Um, and I think there were several people we saw in that video, um, plus some interesting comments from some, some doctors. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about that, Cindy? Okay, so like I had said before the break, there were so many women we met who were encouraged to abort by their doctors. And I wanted to do a kind of a, instead of our, normally our videos are like five minutes long. So this mm -hmm. is a half an hour mini documentary. And it looks at this phenomenon, which I found rather odd that doctors that are supposed to take a Hippocratic oath, which I found out during this video, they don't anymore. Right. <laughs> it's crazy. Right. Um, they, they're, they're constantly, and it's not just the doctors, it's also geneticists. And they are constantly recommending abortion and they call this incompatible with life, but that's not a medical diagnosis. And they will say all kinds of things about how your child's going to die. But what we found out in, as we went through this video is that many times um, children, if they're treated, will live and they will just opt to not treat the child because they have a disability. 
So whatever happens to them, any illness they get or any treatment that they might be able to have to extend their life, they just don't do. Okay. So again, it's a function of what hospital you are connected with. And so there is a huge community of people with kids um, with trisomy 18 and they support each other and they tell each other, don't go to this hospital, go to that hospital, yeah. don't go to this doctor, go to that doctor yeah. so that your child can be treated. Um, these are children who do have life limiting conditions. Um, they don't live, you know, they don't grow up usually uh, to, to uh, adulthood. Although I have met a, a woman with full trisomy 18, who's now like 24 years old. Okay. Full trisomy. So, so that's very unusual, but a lot of it has to do again with whether they're treated or not. I'm sure. actually going to Boston next week to film another little girl with trisomy 18. Okay. So why don't you tell us just real quick, what are some of the things you hope to accomplish with these videos? What are, what are the, the changes mm -hmm. that you hope to make in the world? What are you, what are you hoping will happen? Okay, the, the point of Shout My Story and Pro-Life Champions in general, which is our organization, is to educate, inspire, challenge, um, and, and motivate the culture mm -hmm. on the issue of life. Okay. And so we want to we want to you know let people know, hey, um, these options are available to you. You don't you're if you're in this particular situation, you don't have to choose abortion. There are other options for you. And here are families that have been through what you've been through and this is what, you know, here are your resources and, you know, here's, here's how you can choose life. We obviously, our goal is to help as many women choose life as possible. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, and that's an important thing to, in today's yeah. world to know that you really do have choices. There really are options. Um, and this is one of the things Ray and I are going to talk about in the second half of the show is there's so many more options than just abortion. But unfortunately, the rhetoric is that that's your only option if you want to have a normal life, right? If you're in an unplanned pregnancy or a difficult diagnosis or um, a situation that you don't think you can handle. So, so Cindy's videos have yeah. gone to great lengths to show a number of situations of people that did get a bad diagnosis or were in a challenging situation, um, but yet they chose life and life went on just fine, right? So... You know, so our last few videos we've highlighted um, pregnancy resource centers mm -hmm. because, first of all, they've been getting a bad rap in the press. Yes, yeah. about you know fake clinics or whatever you know, and so those are places women can go who are either uh, you know abortion vulnerable or mm -hmm. abortion determined. Yes, to get the help they need to be able to choose life. So some of the last videos we've done, we did one of a woman who was in a domestic violence situation, which is interesting because the commercial was on domestic violence. Um, I right. personally know someone who had an abortion because they were in that situation and they did not want to have a baby with a person who was assaulting them yeah. and they got an abortion. And I, I was so hurt by that decision that she made, you know, um, because it's, it's such a tough, it's, it is a tough situation to be in, but there were options. I, I met her after the fact, so mm -hmm. there was no way I could have counseled her any differently. Um, right. Then we, we we did a couple of teen moms, teen moms who um, because that's another one where you go to Planned Parenthood and they'll just tell you you can't have this baby. This baby will ruin your life. Well, I don't think they call it a baby, but you can't go through with this pregnancy because you're too young and you you won't have you know you'll ruin your life. You won't be able to get an education. Yeah. So we've done several people who, hey, they have they've done it and they're teen moms. And then um, the last video we did uh, is a woman who was very abortion determined, but she found out she was having triplets. Yes. And she took life. 
Oh, great. So we, these are all women who were helped by pregnancy resource centers. So we are just about out of time. So I do want to, I know you have a video about a pregnancy resource center, but before we show that, why don't you tell everybody um, how they can get in touch with you, how they can support you, um, where they, where they can reach out if they want to donate or, or give you some more suggestions or videos or, or whatever. How can people get involved? Right. If you want to shout my story, if you want to mm-hmm. shout your story, you have to go to shout my story, um, shoutmystory.org, or just write me at info at shoutmystory.org. Okay. If you want to make a donation, you can go to the website, shoutmystory.org, and make a donation. Um, we're looking for both. We, we're always looking for donations, of course. Every, every not-for-profit is. But we're also looking for stories. Um, so uh, please get in touch with me. I would love to hear from you. Okay. So with that in mind, we are, um, we're out of time for this portion, but we'd like to show that little video on the way to commercial. So thank you, Cindy, for joining Thanks, us and, um, and everyone listening and watching. I hope that you'll get involved and support Cindy and her efforts. She always needs donations. She always needs ideas. Um, so reach out to Cindy. Okay, let's watch that video and then we'll go right to commercial. Thank you, Cindy. God bless you. That end was when it was probably the most violent, and it was continuously. It was um, before where I would say it was probably like once a month. It became once a week. It became once a day. Um, There was always something going on um, towards the end there. So when I found out I was pregnant, I I was terrified. I didn't know if I would be in a stable situation. And so I did start to contemplate should I be having um, a child with this man? Um, will all the people around me or the resources I have, will they be able to keep him safe? Like I want him to be safe. I had a couple weeks left before you know the mark around um, it being too late to have an abortion. And I, and I thought about getting one. And I told, I told a couple of people, um, I think I might have to do this because I don't think I'll be safe and I don't think my child would be safe. So the point where I was at and where I knew I needed to get out. Catholic Charities Refugee Resettlement Program has been especially busy this year, assisting individuals and families who have fled dangerous situations in their homeland, including Afghanistan and the Ukraine. The Refugee Resettlement Team helps with everything they need to start to rebuild their lives in a new country, including housing, employment, clothing, food, English classes, and referrals for legal and immigration services. The refugees are tremendously grateful for the compassion and practical help they're receiving, and they're giving back and helping each other plan for a brighter, safer future. Volunteer opportunities are currently available for those who would like to be family mentors and tutors so children and adults can practice English. To learn more about these rewarding opportunities, call 312 655-7096. That's 312-655-7096. People always say, how can you spend your day with three-year-olds? Seeing the changes that they go through and just the journey and how they grow, this is a very rewarding job. Even though at the end of the day we're not the highest paid people on earth. And when I have a parent contact me and say my child loves school, that to me, I'm setting that foundation for their love of learning. Because really you are changing lives, you are molding lives. Shape the next generation of leaders. Teach. 
Apply today at artchicago.org slash schooljobs. The Cemetery Ministry is a core ministry of our Catholic faith tied to the corporal works of mercy. It's comforting to know that our Catholic cemeteries are caring for the remains of our loved ones awaiting the resurrection. There are 44 Archdiocese of Chicago Catholic cemeteries willing to help you in your time of loss. Call 708-449-6100 or visit catholiccemeterychicago.org. Catholic Cemeteries, serving the Catholic community since 1837. You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Welcome back to Fully Alive. Thanks for hanging with us through the break. We just listened to, um, we met Cindy Morales from Pro-Life Champions, who talked to us about her project called Shout My Story. And she showed us a couple of video clips, and we talked about some of the women and families she met um, in her project. Mm -hmm. And just showing people that there's a lot of options in choosing life. There's a lot of options. Um, and helping the world to be pro-life, really. So, right. and then that that last clip that uh, we featured on uh, before the break, mm-hmm. it, it was a bit of a cliffhanger. If you want to see the the full um, the full film, the full uh, clip, the full video, shoutmystory.org. Yes, or you go to YouTube and then shout my story that way too. Mm-hmm. So, um, she's got lots of great options, lots of wonderful videos. And I can actually see that lady that we just heard from yeah. in the corner there. So, but these um, stories need to be heard. They do. Yeah, they do. It's it's so important that because I think what happens is people find themselves in a situation that they um, that they think they can't handle, mm-hmm. or they feel like they're trapped, or they were not prepared for, it, or they th- they see their whole life's plan going out the window. Um, at least in their in their mind, that's that's the way it's going to go. So. Um, what can they do? Well, the abortion-minded uh, clinics and orienta- or organizations out there would say, well, your life is going to be terrible, so the best way to fix this is to get rid of that, that baby in the womb. Um, they don't say there's so many ways people can walk with you. There's so many ways people can help you. And that's kind of what Ray and I want to talk about here in this last half hour of our show is um, – what it means to be respect life, to be in the involved in the respect life movement. What it means to really have options and um, and helping people to know they have options. Right, and I think that, that an important part in this respect life month as well, and of course it continues on throughout the year, is that you know to recognize life as a gift. And I I don't know about you and and all our listeners, but I want to celebrate life. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the important parts here. Let's let's make sure to remind each other that life is beautiful. We want to celebrate it and recognize that it is a gift, a gift from God. Absolutely. It is a gift from God. There, there's a reason why God created every human life. Yeah. There's a reason for it. And um for no matter us, how old, uh, no matter how young, how short, how long that life is, it's yes. It's life. It's a gift. From conception and natural death. Mm-hmm. And we need to realize that 
people have innate dignity just because they're children of God. Just because God created us, we have innate dignity. And and we should recognize that in every human being. Right. And when once you recognize that, this I, I feel, once you recognize that, then you become a champion of life. Then yes. as you mentioned, you you, you kind of make sure that you're you're standing strong and, and you're you're out there to make sure that uh, um, you're helping out women in mm-hmm. need. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, you know, and it's interesting because you just don't know what it is that's going to help somebody to realize mm, yeah. how sacred life is. And for Cindy, it was seeing <laughs> right. that little image of the three-month-old baby in the womb. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that that's a tiny, to tiny little it all, right? baby. Yeah. Yes. But she realized, wait a second, maybe I'm thinking wrong here. Um and believe me, Cindy's very um, persuasive. She's very persuasive. And I'm sure when she was pro-choice, she was very persuasive. So for her to change her mind mm. and to, to now make her life's work all about pro-life, that's incredible. But, you know, we hear so many um, stories of people who were so convinced that abortion was um, a good thing in our culture. And then something happened. Something yeah. happened that changed their mind. I mean, Bernard Nathanson, who really founded the pro-abortion movement, um, became Catholic and changed his life and converted um, at the end of his life. So he realized, what the heck have I done? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but so you, so you, there's just nobody that we can ever save the lost cause. Right. And that's an important thing we know in our Catholic faith, too. You can, um, at the very last minute— be, come out, come in, and work in the vineyard. Right, the very last minute. That's what Jesus said. Amen. It doesn't matter if you if you're there at eight o'clock in the morning or if you're there at five o'clock at night. You're going to get the same reward. Mm. Yeah, it's it's funny you mention this because when I um, I sometimes give uh, presentations to high school uh, teens and I ask them a question, and uh, they're kind of baffled by this question. How many of you guys uh, think that there are more mean people out there in the world? And a lot of a lot of them raise their hand like, yeah, there's a lot of mean people. I mean, me too. I, I would raise my hand too yeah. and say, you know what? I was just stuck in traffic. There's a lot more mean people than nice people out there in the world. <laughs> <laughs> but then in in reality, we have that choice. As, as you mentioned, we have that choice to be that mean person or to be that nice person, to choose life or to choose death. And we are called, all of us, we are called to to celebrate life and to, to be champions of life and to yes. recognize that 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 is life and when you when you see that when you recognize it you start to respect it mm-hmm. and you and then then you kind of figure out and and uh, uh stand up for that human dignity mm-hmm. right yeah. well and you know i think when you see you know we've had such great crime surges here in the last few years and so much anger and um between you know huge mass murders to people just shooting people in the streets Lord to have mercy. yes yeah. i mean it's awful but Unfortunately, I would imagine if you talk to any of those people, they've never learned how sacred life is. They don't realize the sacredness of life from the moment of conception. If they did, they might think twice about what they're about to do, or they may not plan that big um, school shooting or what have you. Um, I mean, obviously, there's mental illness involved, but but whoever taught them that life was sacred, probably nobody. Mm. Yeah, it's it's, it's an unfortunate... uh, thing that's happening in our culture yeah right uh, it really but, is but as you mentioned we're all called to champion that uh, yes. that life the, the the gospel of life so you know each and every one of us have we have that mission mm-hmm. and as mentioned already it doesn't it, it's you know we we kick it off in uh uh in respect october. life yep. month in october but it should and very well be continued on 
Mm -hmm. right? So all throughout the whole year to respect life. So we are here in October. Um, It's still the very beginning of October, Mm -hmm. but we started Respect Life Month last Sunday. So hopefully you talked about this in your parishes. Hopefully you saw things in your bulletin. You see things are going on. Um, If not, your pastor may be planning to speak about it this weekend or one of the other weekends in October, and that's okay too. But um, hopefully there's something going on in your parish, something going on that helps you to bring attention to the fact that that's, it's Respect Life Month. Yeah, that's it. I think I think that's, you just said it, to bring attention mm-hmm. to it. It's not that uh, no other uh, issue or whatever is important this month. No, no, no. We're just bringing attention to this now. I mean, this is the, the foundation of all rights is, is life, right? Yes. So we're trying to make sure that we're highlighting this and we're talking about it and we're giving an opportunity, an invitation to all to talk about respect life to talk about this yes. foundational right to life. And this is a, just a great time to kind of bring new focus to it yeah. so that then you can make a plan for the rest of the year because respect life goes on the entire year. Mm-hmm. We just bring focus to it in October and then we work on this theme. Then the theme happens to be called to serve moms in need, mm-hmm. um, which is such an important theme because we had a really blessed thing happen in June, on June 24th, 2008. 22. That was the day that uh, it was historic. It was the day the Dobbs decision came down, which overturned Roe versus Wade, which was probably the most exciting um, answer that we were hoping for on that Dobbs decision. I mean, there were lots of of results that could have happened, but that's what that's what came down. Um, We've been working towards that since 1973 when the when Roe versus Wade was decided. Um, I mean, gosh, that was 49 years mm. of legal abortion. And it, it's not just legal abortion, but it was saying that we had a constitutional right yeah. to privacy and to choose abortion if that was what our doctor and women decided, right? Um, but with that decision, now uh, it's left to the states. So that's an important thing for people to understand. It's not over. It didn't end, yeah. It didn't end. Some states have said, well, Abortion is absolutely uh, illegal in any case. Some have said there's a couple of situations where it might be okay. Like in Indiana where Ray lives, they said there's no abortion except for in the life of the mother or incest, right, or rape. I mean, yeah, and and you know, like like you said, it's it's not over yet, but we praise be to God because it's there are going to be a lot of lives saved. A lot of lives saved. But we, what we really need to understand that here in Illinois, every it couldn't be further from the truth. There's so there abortions mm. rampant. Yeah. Um, we've we've they our state put a lot of laws into place before this decision came down that ensured. Seems like they they knew about it. Well, they were worried that that was happening. Yeah, I think the yeah. writing was on the wall that it could go this way. So there are this state, New York, California, a, a few others um, took great care to make sure that abortion would be legal and that people could come here and have their abortions from other states surrounding where abortion was much more restricted. Um, And here in Illinois, we are in the center of the Midwest for all of this. Um, All of the states around us have much more restrictive laws. So um, Illinois is encouraging women to come here um, as a destination. And that's their words. We're, We're an abortion haven. That's their words. It's a destination, and people should come here, you know, enjoy a weekend and have an abortion. So um, yeah. so we need to make sure that we are 
doing things to help those people, Mm -hmm. make sure that they know they have other options and have real options. So um, we are, it is just about time for a break. You and I have already talked our way into the break. Isn't that amazing? (laughs) But when we come back, I want to talk about what some of those options are and how we as a church can work together to make sure that women know they have options other than abortion. Come to the Mercy Mile on the West Loop to cheer on runners in the 2022 Bank of America Chicago Marathon, Sunday, October 9th from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. Mercy Home for Boys and Girls Annual Cheer Zone and Celebration features games, food trucks, a DJ, a climbing wall, and lots of activities for kids. Conveniently located just west of downtown Chicago, it's the best place to have fun with the whole family while watching 40,000 runners pass by Mercy Home at 1140 West Jackson. And it's free! Join the fun and cheer with Mercy Home on October 9th. Go to mercyhome.org. Welcome back. Es fabuloso verlos. Dobrze jest znowu być razem. It's good to be together again. After so many months apart, pandemic capacity limits have been lifted, and we want to welcome everyone back to church. We can all pray together again. And listen as our choirs lift their voices in song. We've been together in spirit. And now when you are ready, our doors are open wide. Nuestras puertas están abiertas de par en par. Nasze drzwi są otwarte. And we're here to welcome you back to Catholic Mass. We are hiring. Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese of Chicago is looking for mission-driven individuals who want to help make a positive difference in the lives of people in need throughout Cook and Lake Counties. Be part of a diverse, talented team of professionals in the largest human services organization in the Midwest. We are dedicated to helping people chart a more stable, happier future for themselves, and we accompany anyone in need, regardless of faith, gender, race, or ethnicity. Competitive salaries and generous benefits add to the satisfaction you'll have every day, knowing that you're helping us amplify our impact in Chicago. To see our list of employment opportunities, visit catholiccharities.net. Back to Fully Alive, the radio program and podcast of the Human Office of Human Dignity and Solidarity at the Archdiocese of Chicago. 
We are talking about Respect Life Month. And if you are watching us, you just saw a little image of our website, which is respectlifechicago.org. And on that website, you can find all kinds of information. But right now we're featuring Respect Life Month and uh, and Walking with Moms in Need. So um, you, if you want to go there and, and see what we have to suggest, what we have to offer, how you can get your parish involved, there's lots of information there. Now, um, it is if, if you aren't um, watching us, then you're certainly hearing us, and you can just go to respectlifechicago.org and find that information. Yeah, there's some great resources there, like, mm-hmm. for example, the homily considerations. If the yes. pastor have not uh, spoken about uh, Respect Life Month, it's not too late yet. It's not too late. Well, not there's no reason why he can't every That's Sunday. Right. <laughs> That's <laughs> Always. True. But every month, the um, USACB puts mm-hmm. out a whole package of things that offers homily helps for the pastor, offers ideas for intercessions, things you can put on your bulletin, stories you can feature. Um, it's it's all there, and there's there's just so much in the parish guide right now that um, can last all year long. So yes. I would definitely suggest, if um, especially if you're a respect life coordinator on the committee, or if you're not, and and you you know that you need to focus on this, then point it out to your pastor or or suggest yeah. it to your committee. Again, this is the, the month to do it. You yes. know, to highlight uh, respect life, and of course, never too late in November, December, and the rest of the months. Right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So. Um, Interestingly enough, the theme for the next year is called to serve moms in need. Now, that might sound a little familiar to some of you because we've been talking about an initiative Mm -hmm. that um, we began introducing in the last uh, several months called Walking with Moms in Need. So Walking with Moms in Need is the initiative. Called to serve moms in need is our slogan for the year. So they're they're very similar, but why you know why reinvent the wheel, right? We should be fo- we're focusing on moms. Let's focus on moms. Right. Yeah. Um, and for those of you who don't know about this initiative, it's so important. As I was saying with the Dobbs decision um, overturning Roe versus Wade, that we help everyone to know that we are here to accompany accompany women. We are here to walk with them. And they will have help for whatever they should need, and not just through the pregnancy, but beyond. So the idea is every parish should have resources for any woman in any situation that comes in. So if if a mom comes in and she has a couple of children, she doesn't know how to take care of them, the parishes should have resources to help with that. Mm -hmm. The last woman we just saw on the video um, a little while ago um, was in a domestic violence situation. So... She shouldn't feel like the only answer is to kill her child so that she and that child won't be subject to that man's rantings, right? We there should there's plenty of options. We have a domestic violence um, initiative in the Archdiocese of Chicago, and your parishes should know about it. Um, and if they don't, then you can find out about it and make it a resource available so that anyone that comes in in that situation should be the church should be able to help them so that they can feel confident in um, in having that child. And parenting that child, um, there's just so many options, right, Ray? Yes, and uh, again, a great opportunity for for the parish to come together. Different ministries uh, can really tie into here. Yes, and uh, walk and serve uh, moms in need. This is such a, a great way too for everyone to realize what it means to be pro life. That's right. It, it's conception and natural death, and all of the ministries are in in a pro-life mm-hmm. ministry, right? We're all here to take care of people in one situation or another um, so that they 
can rec- we can recognize their dignity, that they can recognize their dignity, and so that they have everything they need to be to be fully alive, right, Ray? Right, yeah. So a call to action to everyone, all the parishioners, everyone that's uh, you know that is moved by God to, especially during this month again, Respect Life Month, mm-hmm. to to be champions of that, to stand up for for what's right, and again a, a, a call to action. It's to walk with moms. Yes, right. It's it, it's not just you know. Oh yes, I'm I'm pro life. Here here's a pamphlet. No, no, we are all called to walk with moms to serve mm-hmm. moms in need. Yes, and you know sometimes um, people think some of these topics are uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? It's life, right? Mm-hmm. And God didn't call us to be comfortable. Unfortunately, <laughs> as a matter of fact, um, he called us to be like Jesus and. Look what happened to him, right? He certainly wasn't comfortable. Yeah. And we follow um, him. We follow him, mm. and um, and our rewards in heaven will be great. But but the point is, we we are here to t- to take care of people from conception right. to natural death. So let's put our money where our mouth is, and if that means helping a mom with three children to feed them, then that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, or if it means helping a. a mom in a domestic violence situation to get out of it, then that's what we do. If if she needs a ride to a doctor's right. appointment, then that's what we do. So that so our church should have access to all kinds of resources that they can then say to a, a woman who comes in, whether a parishioner brings her in or she just heard that the Catholic Church is a good place to go, which we hope they'll hear, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Then the, anybody should be able to say, look at all this that we have that we can help you with. So that's what Walking with Moms in Need is all about. Yeah, I also want to uh, let our listeners know about a lot of these parishes uh, uh, have been planning some things to happen during the month of October. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, St. Edna's. They have this uh, community respect life ministry and parish. They, they come together at Mass. Uh-huh. And and then they're going to have a benediction hosted by, again, St. Edna's in Arlington Heights. That's this Friday, I That's think. That's this Friday, At 8 yeah. o'clock. And uh, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of different parishes out there. There's uh, the Northwest Families March for Life. Uh, that, That's this be, Saturday. That's this Saturday. Yeah. So there's a lot of things happening. So go ahead and, and, and find out in different parishes. If your parish is not doing anything, then go ahead and join another parish. And then maybe, again, maybe you're, you're being called to do something in your parish as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. So, so if you, you know, you can look at our website for some of those activities mm-hmm. um, or see what your parish is doing. They might have something planned. I know that Mother Garen is planning to show unplanned at some point this month. Mm-hmm. So sometimes they'll have an activity like that where um, they might be doing a pro-life movie or having a discussion or a speaker or um, a, a lot of parishes are doing collections for the pregnancy centers because yes. this is a huge time where we need to support our pregnancy centers. Now, um if you want to know what pregnancy centers to support, you can contact our office. Um, we have a number of them that have been vetted and approved um, for our support, and we walk right alongside with those places. And if you um, if you ha- if you choose one that isn't on our list, to give me a call, and I'll be happy to tell you if it's if we can work with them or not. There's just some sometimes there's something going on that sure. that yeah. we have to you know that wouldn't be. Um, working with our teaching or something like that. But for the most part, these pregnancy centers are fantastic organizations. Pray for them, yeah. And, you know, the news will tell you, as Cindy was saying, that they're fake. They're not fake. They do real work to save women and children's lives, and they do it all only with the donations they're given. So they they don't take fees. They don't make people pay to come there. Um, Unlike the pregnant, the, uh, like, 
Planned Parenthoods that do charge for their services. So yeah, um, and and we don't these pregnancy centers get nothing from the government, where these abortion clinics tend to get tax dollars, which makes no sense. Um, but that's where we are. So we're here. We're here because we're called, and we're called to take care of um, our fellow man, yeah, and that's really the job of our church communities is to do that. Yeah, and if, if your parish uh, is doing something for this Respect Life Month, do let us know. Uh, yes. Contact us in our office. Call our number, 312-534-5355. Let us know. We'll definitely feature your parish events in our in our website, on our um, uh, newsletter coming up soon. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, let us know. Or you can they can send it directly to you, right? right? That's right. Through email. So That's right. It's R-P-I-N-G-O-Y at archchicago.org. Yep. So we would love to talk about what your parish is doing in our newsletter. That would be fantastic. We always like to see what's going on around the Archdiocese and to help promote it, um, as we've done with some of the things we know about right here. That's so, right. So let's keep keep up the good work. Um, what you're seeing right now is contact information for us. You can call yeah. call me, Blanca Rodriguez, or Ray Pingoy. We all work in uh the Respect Life Ministry at the Archdiocese of Chicago, and we're here to support you. So let, yeah. let us know what we can do to help you. And prayers up. Pra- prayers up right now, uh, the Respect Life Month, as we kick it off and as we continue also being moved by God mm-hmm. to continue on this, this uh, beautiful call to serve moms in need. Absolutely. So so let's help everyone to know what it really means to be pro-life. Amen. We're yeah. here to take care of people from conception and natural death and Every, any woman should know that she can confidently choose life knowing that she's going to have options and people are going to walk with her not only through the pregnancy but well into those children's lives. Um, and then she'll make wonderful friends that will be support for her, supports for her children. Um, and, you know, that's what we're all here to do. So i got to sneak this in lastly as well from me as a family man with young kids. This is also a great opportunity for young families mm-hmm. to talk about life, to talk about respect life in their domestic church. So we have lots of different ideas and stuff. Call us if you have any uh, questions. But this is a time to do this as a family, respect life as a family. Yep. Okay. Thank you all for joining us on this Respect Life Month. We are at the end of our hour. Um, we are looking forward to everything that everyone's doing to build a culture of life. And we, we just know that it's going to happen because we trust in God and we trust in our community. And thank you to Cindy Morales, who joined us with her um, Shout My Story videos from Pro-Life Champions. You can look at those at shoutmystory.org or on YouTube, Shout My Story. And we will see you in November. God bless. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.